We welcome you to this Thanksgiving week edition of Overreaction Monday, along with my friend Chris Brockman. I am Rich up, Eisen. Rich? Good to see you over there, Chris. Good to see you, buddy. What's happening? This show, as always, brought to you by our Game Time friends. It's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive and what you can expect is $20 off your first purchase after you download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code OVERREACTION. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Good to see you over there, brother. Good to see you, man. How's it going? I'm going to get ready to um, sit around, watch football all Thursday. I love it. Um, And if you're listening to this after Thursday, guess what? I hope to be in a food coma so I don't have to see the Jets on Friday. So there's but out that. of the coma for 9 a.m. Saturday. And then if you're right, for, for yeah, noon Eastern Saturday, 9 o'clock Pacific Saturday, that's right. Go and, then if, and then go if time. Michigan doesn't beat Ohio State, I'll go back into my hole. <laughs> and uh, NFL Network uh, on Sunday morning, you'll just see an AI version of me. Out there. Nice. Hologram. Hopefully, Hol- hopefully they'll give it hair. <laughs> Not to overreact. Of course not. All right. Why would Here that? we go. Let's hey, hit it. Hit, hit it. it. Let's do it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, let's go. All right, Rich, here we go. I'll react to you. Right out of the gate, okay? Ten points on Sunday. Their running back is pissed. He wants to say stuff, but he's not going to say it. I saw people on Twitter calling for Mason Rudolph. The Steelers' ineptness offensively is going to cost them a playoff berth. I don't think it's going to cost them a playoff berth. I think that's an overreaction. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers at six wins entering Thanksgiving week have at least three more wins left in them. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they've got. I don't. I they've don't. Got know a game mean. against Cincinnati that's going to be starting uh, Jake Browning. Probably they, better than Kenny Pickett right now. They have now. a home game against Arizona. They've got a Thursday night home game against New England. They visit Indianapolis in a game that I could possibly be calling because that's in the bucket of games for an NFL Network triple header in week number 15 that Saturday. That might be for a playoff spot. They've got a Saturday Cincinnati home date in week 16. They're at Seattle. They're at Baltimore. Uh, of the seven games that they have left, I think that's three. There's at least three wins, if not four, defensively. And then at some point, you know, uh, they're going to have to wake out of their slumber. And I, I don't know if Tomlin's just going to sit around and stand for it, watch something like a, a football uh, playoff season go down the drain. I don't think it's going to cost them a playoff berth. I think it's going to cost Matt Canada his gig. And I don't know if uh, Tomlin's going to have the the uh, desire um, to do it during the playing season. Um, but it's not going to be Kenny, Kenny Pickett losing his job and they're going to turn to Trubisky in the same way that the Jets have benched Zach Wilson to turn to Tim Boyle which is a, a nice lump of coal to be delivered by Prime, <laughs> yeah, you know, Amazon like, Prime nice. uh, on Friday. So, yeah, uh, I don't think it'll cost him a playoff berth. I think that's an overreaction. Um, do you think the Ken Dorsey firing might have broke the seal on other coaches being like, oh, maybe I can do this? Well, I mean, Tom, Tomlin has got uh, a certain way of doing things. And, you know, we yeah. had Lewis Riddick on Monday's show called it stubborn. Um, and the Jets aren't going to make a move on Nathaniel Hackett because pulling that code red on uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, choice of offensive coordinator might not go over very well with number eight as he's trying to get back in time for this season or definitely is going to be around for next when I'm sure he wants Nathaniel Hackett in place. So there's a certain amount of stasis the Jets are undergoing right now that uh, ordinarily they might not. So I don't think the the Bills going ahead and 
bouncing their guy and having Josh Allen look far more efficient in the first game of Joe Brady dialing it up is going to provide any roadmap or sense of inspiration for others. Um, I'll just call this an overreaction. I think the Steelers still make the playoffs right now. Ooh. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential, you know, playoff implicating action for them at Indianapolis is definitely one of them. Yeah, that one could be juicy. All right, next, Rich. Uh, Green Bay yesterday, the Chargers did it again. They went full Charger, and you know you never go mm-hmm. full Charger. Got a got a case of the dropsies. That didn't help either, but the Chargers should just do it. Make the coaching change ASAP. Give Kellen Moore a seven-game audition. <sighs> Man, I hate calling for coaches to be fired. I know. I don't want to put you in that spot, but that's that's my take, not yours. Uh, I, I understand, but me saying that that's not an overreaction – um, would um, give my check mark to it. Um, man, that's a tough call. And, you know, it was interesting that Chris Long was loath to say this on the show today um, because he doesn't know if Kellen Moore would be acceptable within that Chargers locker room. So I'll just say this. If the uh, Spanoses and Tom Telesco get a sense of that locker room that they are tuning out their head coach and that Kellen Moore is a guy that would be listened to. Um, Then maybe just maybe that's a way to save Matt, you know, matters for right now. I just, I don't see the chargers doing that. If the chargers went ahead and kept him after that debacle of a playoff loss last year, true. And ran it back this year then a four and six start this year is not going to cause them to do this. And the same way that we saw what the Vegas Raiders did and kind of turned their season uh, in an upward trend, uh, I heard it was such a holy heck of a mess in Vegas that they had no choice but to do it. Mark Davis had no choice but to do it. Five games decided by less than three points. They've lost all of them. The Chargers defense is definitely the, the weakest link. I'll just say this. They're, they they may, may just may um, do that if they get blasted on Sunday, Sunday night, night in yeah. front of the whole country. Yeah. Then it would be a six-game audition. So I'll just say right now, whether they should will be an overreaction. Um, let's talk about it next pod. But you're close. Yeah. You're sniffing around it. Yeah, the seat's really hot. Because you'd have to sit here and think, okay, give Kellen Moore an audition, see if he can do it. Right. Call the plays bring in a new defensive coordinator or elevate somebody obviously on the staff yep. and go for it because Staley's the guy who's calling the defenses. As right. we know, the team's very talented. Herbie's balling right now, but not getting a lot of help. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify magic, your AI powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. (laughs) 
This episode brought to you by Progressive. Whether you're driving, cooking, or doing laundry, Progressive knows the podcasts you listen to go best when they're bundled with another activity. Much like how their Progressive home and auto policies go best when they're bundled. Having these two policies together makes taking care of your insurance easier and could help you save too. Customers who save by switching their home and car insurance to Progressive save over $775 on average. That's a whole lot of savings and protection for your favorite podcast listening activities, like going on a road trip, cooking dinner, and even hitting the home gym. Yep, your home and your car are even easier to protect when you bundle your insurance together. Find your perfect combo. Get a home and car insurance quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $779 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. What else? You know who is getting all the help and he's balling? Brock Purdy. He's going to be an MVP finalist this year. I think that's a, a, a tall order. And you know how I feel about it. He's your fourth son? I, yeah, he's I your fourth you son. You got right? Mahomes and Hertz are going to be two of them. Yeah, showdown Monday night. And then the question is who's the third? Tua is probably in the mix. Mm. Lamar. You know, CJ Stroud is on the outside. I think that that. It kind of deflated a little bit after Sunday's three interceptions. Uh, an MVP finalist out of Purdy is just. I mean, it's I, been awesome the I last know, two weeks. I get it. Let's I'll call this an overreaction for the moment. The next four weeks for San Francisco is when the rubber is going to meet the road Two games against Seattle to yep. essentially maybe wrap the division wrapped around yep. a trip to Philadelphia. That's it. And then, you know, a trip to Arizona before a Christmas night, Monday night home date against Baltimore. Do it in those four you know, four games, then we may have something. You may have something. But I, I just think that there's two touchdowns, I only still, five I, picks. I, I get it. There's still just too many voters. One that passer rating. There's too many voters that just can't get the, rid of the fact that he was the last pick in the draft out of their head. Oh, and they so, think, and they think he's a product of the system. I'll just call cetera, this an overreaction at the moment and think that it's entirely possible that we can revisit this in a month. <laughs> Cause we'll need to see. And at some point, you know, the one part that we talked about again on Monday's show was, hey, he's looked terrific since coming out of the bye. Yep. Jacksonville and then against Tampa. He still in those two games has not had to come up with that fourth quarter comeback right. drive. To win the game. Which were the problems for him in the three-game losing streak going into the bye. Right. Let's see if he does it in Seattle or at on Thanksgiving at night Philadelphia. or at Philadelphia yeah. or home against Baltimore or Seattle. Then... Then we're that's when an MVP candidate is born to go in the same bucket as Hertz, Mahomes, Lamar. So what else you got over there? I'm just I'm just want everybody to know I don't hate Brock Purdy. There I mean, you go. I you think that's I mean? you it's, caping. It's out there. Look at you wearing a cape. All right, Rich. Yes. Let's get into it. You had a great Jets rant. Can I call it a rant on Monday show? Sure. It was well done. Do you think, well, I think the Jets ultimately regret acquiring Aaron Rodgers. Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. They had no choice. They had no choice. I mean, there were others they out there without no the baggage I, of this guy. I don't want to hear about Derek Carr. I don't. 
Why not? Because I don't want to hear about Derek Carr. Not when this guy's out there. He was in the ether the entire time. You know, he was. They they knew it. They sensed it. You had to go for it. You had to do it. And they did it. And all that came along with it, though, you had to hire his guy at OC. You had to bring in all of his buddies. You're not expecting his Achilles to pop in snap five, Chris. I understand, but this was a short shelf life to begin with. Their one criticism, uh, one criticism I have is that what if Aaron gets hurt? There was no backup plan. Well, that was, their backup plan was that Zach's going to be good enough. Because it'll just maybe be a game or two games, not the entire season. And then when they had it happen to them their entire season and they had to rework their offense on the fly and try and figure out in the first month of the season where to find a more appropriate backup when they already had Zach Wilson learning at the knee of Rodgers for those months to give it a whirl. And then just... As the trade deadline was coming up is when Zach played his best football against Kansas City, beating Philadelphia, going into Denver and winning a game against the Broncos to send them the one and four. So it was the fool's gold just at the time where the Jets might be a little desperate to go and pull the trigger on something. And then they had their shot at Dobbs, one would think, and didn't take it. But other than that, they're not regretting acquiring Aaron Rodgers. They're regretting requiring Aaron Rodgers as Achilles. You know, and and then and then having no sense of what if he's he's not available the whole season. Why would they think that? So you gotta you gotta set everything up for him. So overreaction? An overreaction oh, okay. that they were just sitting around saying we shouldn't have done it. That's 2020 hindsight being totally crystal clear. What else? All right. I haven't agreed with very much of you said yet. I know. I don't think you're going to like this one either. <laughs> Great uh, setup. <laughs> you know whose seat is hot? It's hot in Washington. Ron Rivera. Yeah. Can't lose that game yesterday. The commander should trade for Bill Belichick right now. Hmm. They should trade for Belichick right now. What are the terms? Second. A second round pick for Bill? Yeah. Sold. If they're going to do it anyway, we heard the rumors. Florio said it. Albert, it Albert said it. In the middle of a season? Just do it right now. And then what, what, and then is then there it, a trade deadline for coaches? No, there isn't. Do and, it right now. And so Bill then. If you're going to fire Ron anyway and, then Bill, and, and talk about bringing this guy in in the off, what are we waiting for? Well, so then Bill, this is how unworkable it is. Then Bill has to coach with Ron's assistants. It's Jack Del Rio as his defensive coordinator and Bienemy's his offensive coordinator. Yeah, I'm sure there's people out there that would that would So it Bill so Bill would fire them all. They'd all be on the street, all their families on the street, and then he'd get, you know, whoever is from his orbit that would come on in right now. It just doesn't that, that makes no I'm sense. I'm just talking a one for one swap. He'll keep the coaches, he has the families, all that. You're, you're right. I, I don't like it. But I I I I'd send a two to New England for him. But again, the whole point of this is, well, it's like, what is their plan, right? Washington? Yeah. Why would they flip Sweat and Young elsewhere at the trade deadline? Right. Because they're amassing picks, I guess. Uh, I I don't think Rivera is going to be there. Okay? I don't think he's going to be there. And I think they're going to start from scratch. Magic Johnson's going to tell someone he ain't going to be there. No, he ain't going to be there. (laughs) I don't don't think that, you know, they're going to stand pat. I just don't. I think that they're going to take a complete, total 
new look at everything yeah. with the way that they want to do business, you know, whatever uh, schematically or uh, analytically. And I don't know if Ron's going to be that guy. I think they're just going to come in and burn it all down. How do you lose that game yesterday? Well, I mean, again, that they're and Tommy DeVito. I'll do respect at you, home. How do you lose the game as you're you turn it over? Turned it over, and that's what's going to happen when you got a young kid like like Howell. He's going to try and extend a play, and you got like Wink Martindale just blitzing the guy's head off. I mean, that's the way to do it. And sometimes you get burned, like Dak will just burn him like to a crisp. Yeah, and you got a quarterback who's young like Sam Howell. You know, he might be able to beat you, but you're going to beat him up instead. And how about this? Saquon Barkley is worth the money. He's a top notch offensive weapon in the NFL and he's going to win some games if you got a guy who can take a licking and keep on ticking as your Syracuse Orangeman <laughs> turned out to be. Yeah. But trading for Belichick right now is never going to happen. And by the way, this just has to go this way. If New England and Belichick are going to part ways, it's at the end of the season. Come on, man. He doesn't deserve to be bounced or sent anywhere in the middle of a season like he's Bruce friggin' Cotlet, Coslet, you know? <laughs> You know, like from back in the day, you know, he's not Dick McPherson, bud. Like yeah. this is Bill friggin' I mean, Belichick. I understand. Dude. I get it. So overreaction. It's an overreaction. Oh, okay. All right. All right. It's halftime. Let's hope that you have more, uh, you know, down to earth. I have some, I have some yeah, right, okay. ones that you we're gonna think I'm gonna, right. we're going to finish. In the meantime, let's sell you some tickets to a sports music, comedy or theater event near you. Game time is the official overreaction Monday sponsor. And we love being associated with game time. Views from your seats, all in prices, killer last minute deals, best price guarantee. Game time pulls zero punches. They let you know right up front what it's going to cost with all in pricing. And game time is the perfect solution to finding tickets to satisfy everyone. I really love it that they've got tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour before it starts. So he's last minute, you know, with kids in the house. And sometimes things are a little crazy. You can just do some last minute deals and it's the place to find the last minute seats download the game time app create an account use the code overreaction twenty dollars off your first purchase restrictions apply visit gametime.co for terms create your account redeem the code o-v-e-r-r-e-a-c-t-i-o-n overreaction with two r's twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's finish up strong. All right, second Chris. half, Rich. Positivity, half. positivity in the second half. Hottest team in the NFL? Your Denver Broncos. <sighs> Mr. Unlimited. Broncos country will ride into the playoffs this year. That's an overreaction, too. What? That's an overreaction. Come on. Dude, four games, four wins in a row, and then Denver Left is... Left for dead at one and five. And, and it's impressive. What they have done is impressive. And what Sean Payton has done is impressive. Because he did not let this team fall apart when they gave up 70, 70 points. And then they lose to the Jets to go one and four. And then they've won four in a row ever since then. And what they've been able to do, what he's been able to do offensively, Cortland Sutton is back again being yep. a one receiver, right? Yep, Jerry Judy, who was talking a ton of smack, talking about how I, I can't block 
for everyone. I can't like, so, you know, sometimes the play's going to be right, but then the blocking's off. Yep. Sometimes I'm open and the, and the quarterback is not throwing yep. it. Sometimes this happened. Sometimes that happened. It was, a, it was not a lot of, you know, his responsibility. Judy is making plays. Okay. The running game, despite the Sunday night win, it wasn't working, but it has been working. Russ is, Russ is definitely, you know, looking better. He's checking it down a lot, man. I think he's he is, making the right decision. He's making a well, he's making enough I'm moves in the backfield. Next, he's keeping sit, plays alive. Brother, Look, I'm he's also, not throwing for two hundred plus a I'm game. I'm sitting next to Kurt Warner, and he's you know again he's showing some film. There are some wide open receivers down the field that oh, Russ is not interesting. seeing. Interesting, okay, you know, and so okay. you know, there, there's been and and you take a look at these games. There, you know, Russ hasn't had to put up thirty. He hasn't put up 35. Defense has been playing the awesome. Defense has been playing since, much better. Since the 70-point debacle. You took a, take a look at Denver's upcoming schedule. Their game against Cleveland, at Houston, at the Chargers, at Detroit. They've got three games in a row on the road okay. after that one at home against Cleveland. The one against New England, I'm calling that game, is uh, is winnable. I think they, they, they can potentially beat the Chargers twice. They're yeah, at Vegas also. Um, and so they, they are playing much better. And the fact that they are they haven't quit. They've got some. They did re- not quit. They, they have, It's very impressive. Yep. But winning four in a row to get back to 500 means they were climbing out of a hole. And sometimes, more often than not, you expend all that energy mm. and that will eventually tap you out. Okay. So I'm not saying the Broncos don't make the playoffs. There is a huge, as of this taping, entering Thanksgiving week, a huge five and five mosh pit in the AFC. Huge. You know, from Cincinnati to Indianapolis to Denver, you've got the Raiders sitting there at five and six as well. You know, uh, there is a lot going for Denver right now. But to sit here and say they're making the playoffs, you know, when the Steelers are also sitting there above 500 still and the and and the Browns are playing. um, You trust the Denver offense or the Pittsburgh offense down the stretch? I would go with the Denver offense down the stretch because look who's calling the plays. Do you believe in Sean Payton or do you believe in Matt Canada? Exactly. All right. So I understand that okay. that may be a heads up situation right there. Mm-hmm. All right. But um, there's there's a lot going on for the Broncos to sit here uh, of Thanksgiving week and say they're going to make the playoffs. That would be called an overreaction as well. All right, Rich. Have we ever had a pod where every single thing I consider well, is an overreaction? I actually think you might agree with this one. Wow. Remember coming into the season, it was AFC South. Well, they're one playoff team. Right. And then let's move on. Let's see. You know, NFC, AFC North. AFC get, South is going to get multiple playoff AFC teams. AFC so, No, I'm going to call it. Jaguars and Texans are making the playoffs. Well, I mean, I was about to say, what, what, what are the other multiple teams that would come out of the AFC South? I oh, the Colts, Colts might? could okay. go on a run. Yeah. But I'm saying we've been saying either or for so long oh, with I this agree. division. No, I, think, I think they're both going to make it. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think they're both playing um, football better than, you know, the other half of the conference. Yeah. And look, Jacksonville coming off the, the lamb basting at the hands of San Francisco last week. I wanted to see how they responded. And they really whooped up on the Titans they this did. week. That was kind of big for them to get back on track. And Trevor Lawrence looked really good. Really so good. Doing Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's Hello. back. Yeah. That was Calvin's best game since I called that game in London. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that was week five for them. Um, and That was huge. They really needed I that. So. I agree. I think both of them make it. Um, and I think Jacksonville could even win in Houston this Sunday. 
And I know how well the Texans are playing and how well they're playing at home. I think Jacksonville well, can go and Kyler return almost, the favor. Kyler almost got them yesterday. I know. Uh, on Sunday. Yeah. So, you know, that was a, a good to finish that off. You, you know, Stroud's MVP train took a little bit of a hit. Well, with, three, with the three interceptions. I'll tell you what, and, man. I know a lot of folks are saying that the MVP train took hits because he threw interceptions. But how about the fact that he threw interceptions? And bounced and, back. Right. Yeah. And he didn't go yeah. on the tubes. Well, down tank, the tubes. tank Dell. Well, is, well Jared Goff did the same thing. Yep. And if we're going to say, hey, Goff, man, that's a that's a leader of a playoff yeah. team right there. Yeah. If we're going to give Goff his flowers 100%, 100%. for that, you should give the rookie the, his, the same flowers Totally for that. agree. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think you're right on that one. All right. We hit. We're back. We are back. We're back. I actually, you want to go for two in a row? I man? think you're going to agree with this one, too. Okay. Even if they get the number one pick in the draft, which it looks likely. The Chicago Bears. The Bears should still stick to the plan. Build around Justin Fields and DJ Moore. Um, I, I'm I'm going to disagree with that. Oh, really? Dude. You didn't like what you saw on Sunday out of, out I of Chicago? I, saw, I liked what I saw. Stick to the plan then. The plan. Trade down. Trade Accumulate down. Accumulate picks. And then Acquire what? assets. And then what? And then what? Yeah, take Marvin Harrison. Okay. And then and then maybe what? you get Saquon Barkley in a trade. Okay. Or do you just take Caleb Williams and then you 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 get some draft assets, not as many for Justin Fields, but you get draft assets for Fields. Well, I, I mean, no man, Fields, dude, dude, that is that is what you're getting when get Justin it. Fields is, is is operating on all cylinders. That's what it looks like Sunday in Detroit. They should have won that game. I agree. He's running, ran for a hundred yards, dude. I He's get it. throwing dimes to DJ Moore. I get it. That that's, was a beautiful throw. That's throw. your foundation, Caleb right there. Williams is a different cat. And that business of he didn't talk to the media, well, so just, that's a red flag. Just hold on to that. Take okay, for a second. sure. I will hold on to that take for a second. Uh, I'm not saying this is a wrong take. I'm saying at present, an overreaction. We need to. I mean, the next six weeks are important. I don't know. I bet you the Bears do not know what they're doing right now. With it, they don't know. Well, you're probably They're, you're probably right. They have no you're earthly right. idea how it's going to go, and how quickly things were put to bed last year, once the season was over. Right, and how they immediately post combine flipped that trade with Carolina. I don't think the trade's going to go down that fast. There is going to be some serious tape grinding on a ton of quarterbacks. And I think they looked at the three and said, none of the three cause us to want to pitch away Justin Fields as opposed to amassing the draft picks now. To do it again would be remarkable. It would be gutsy. Be gutsy to stick it with would Fields. It would be gutsy because yeah, they, could still, they could still get a pretty damn good player to assist Caleb Williams Okay, and they'd still be able to get some draft capital yeah. for Fields. Like clearly, flipping the draft choice that allows somebody to choose Caleb Williams would, I think, hold the beer of the Bryce Young trade. But it's not as if Fields would not net you a decent amount of draft capital. Well, you're not getting three ones, obviously. No, it's Fields, not the same. But you get a you get a one. And a three or four for uh, fields? I'm, you just don't know the way everything is going to go yeah. over the next six, seven weeks. And that does matter. We can't sit here and say that 
for sure of Thanksgiving week. You just can't. So I'll call that an overreaction. All right. Uh, we talked we about Caleb Williams. just broke up our streak. Ah, we were on a good one. Let's talk about it again. Oh, well, you're going to disagree with this one then. Someone other than Caleb Williams is going to go first overall. Uh, I can't sit here and say that's an overreaction either. I, 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 I can't say that that's an overreaction. I think it's insane. But... Stranger things have happened in this world. And I sat here in this studio years ago and said, there's no way Tua Tungo-Vailoa is going to be anything but the first overall pick in the draft. And Joe Burrow came out ahead. And at this point, Thanksgiving week, I don't know if LSU had already played Alabama yet. They probably oh, did. Question. They yeah. probably had. Like, if we looked it up, they probably had. Yeah. And you were beginning to read me, you oh, know, mock drafts, drafts like yeah. Burroughs going over to it. Right, I'm like, right, get right, out of right, here. Because right, right. all I heard was how special Tua yeah. was and what he did to beat Georgia and win a national championship. And he did follow it up with a very nice year, but yep. then got hurt. Yep. And um, so stranger things have happened. You know, nobody's throwing 60 touchdown passes in college football this year because nobody also has Jamar Chase and Justin <laughs> Jefferson to throw to, which I still can't believe so it. Stupid. I mean, what's crazier? And they also that, have Clyde Edwards aware, too. What's what's crazier? <laughs> that or Ed Orgeron's topless uh, <laughs> advertisement for his <laughs> for some gym equipment? I don't okay. know. Okay, so I think we know the answer to that. <laughs> It's it's the order on topless. Yeah, maybe he looks good. But yeah. I, I I think it's nuts. I think when it all comes down to it, Caleb Williams is going to be the first overall pick in the draft. But I can't say this is out of the realm. But to say it, you know, without a doubt means you're buying into, well, he's crying in his mama's shoulder. I'm and look, he's I'm not answering. I know you're not I'm personally, personally not buying but into that. No, but, but you am. are you are echoing some of the sentiments. That's that are mentioned to be, about him yeah, that causes mock drafts to have him what third overall pick to the there's third to the Patriots as a, or fifth to the Giants fifth to the Giants Forget like, what Forget it I don't know now that would be Caleb Williams' dream is to wind up in New York City oh man you know as, my, my dream to have him in New England out of here but um, the sense that he's going to drop because he was soft by crying you know, yeah. on his mother's shoulder. And then not or, talking to the media. Or soft because he won't talk to the media after losing to Whatever. UCLA. Um, as I said on Monday's show, and I'll repeat it here on the Overreaction Monday podcast, any general manager that has a chance to choose Caleb Williams and then does not because of the aforementioned reasons why he is so-called soft right. needs to after every Caleb Williams win and their team's losses, meet with the media and say, own. I chose someone other than Caleb Williams because I thought he was soft for crying on his mother's shoulder and not meeting with the media after losing to UCLA. Like a fantasy football punishment? Every, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> to wear a t shirt every, every day. Every single press conference yeah. must I'm start with, with this. Decision maker saying that in front of the media. You just write it down. It's the same statement they have <laughs> to read. Time. I'm oh, that person. Me. Hi. I'm that person. So, what else you got? So All right, last one, Rich. Yes, sir. 
and this is very important considering who we were just talking about. Look, I, I know they played twice in a Super Bowl, and Bill used to be their DC and everything. This week's Patriots Giants game is more important than any of their Super Bowl matchups. <laughs> you don't understand. This game is so important. I love when you use overreaction topics to get out something off your chest. Do you have the floor? Go for it. The important. It's, it's such an absurdity. Sunday. That's such an absurdity. This coming Sunday, week 12, post Thanksgiving, Patriots Giants is the most important game in New England and New York Giant history of the matchups against each other. I'm talking about week 17 and 07 <laughs> to, the go eventual and super, to go 16 and 0 the Super Bowl the helmet catch that year helmet catch the Ma- rematch Mario Manningham Mario Manningham and I'm on Bradshaw falling down like, I'm t- more important than all those games because the lo- normally it's great for the winner <laughs> the loser of this game is in perfect position to take Caleb Williams, Drake May, or look, Marvin Harrison. It's a three-man race for the top of the draft coming next April. too good. This is the most important game in each franchise's history. The dumbest moment in overreaction Monday history. Thank you, Tommy DeVito, for winning in week 11. Pats now have a one-game lead for the the bottom of the draft. Oh, we just need Kyler to just win a couple more games. Kyler, I know you got it in you. I think you will. Got it in you. So oh, this is perfect. It. Loser, this is it. L- loser gets Caleb. Loser gets Caleb. Unless they sit there and go, wait oh, a minute, wait a minute. Caleb. He meet with the media, and we're a media market. You think Bill cares Boston. about that? We're media market or Vrabel, whoever you know, our head coach is going to be next look year. Look at this guy. Oh my god, can't wait for Sunday. Dumbest moment in the history of this <laughs> podcast, but I respect it. I respect you, you using sir. the the uh, Thank you, sir. the platform. Look. Yeah, Using sometimes. overreaction Monday real estate. It's the most important game in more franchise important, history. More important than trophies. More important than any of Even the first one against the Rams. Okay. More right. important oh, than, sure. than oh, beating Delhomey. All of them. More, more important. Get out of here. You're, you're not. What a moron. Oh, well done. <laughs> Thank Big you. finish. Big Thank finish. You. Uh, finish all right. Um, my overreaction that I predicted we would be overreacting to this week you did not use which is, you know, magic carpet ride for Antonio Pierce is over because they no, came close. It's, it's not over. Because they came close. It's not over. Because they came close. Oh, they came they, close. They gave, they gave um, oh, uh, Miami Mitch. a ride. And Aiden O'Connell had a, uh, a yeah. shot to win it at the right. end to tie and it. They played the really good defense. They did. Tyreek went off, but so, not enough to put points on the board. So, so, I, so. Was, I was a little off on it. I did get the general sense of who would win and lose. Yep. Um, and I forgot what yours was. I think mine was the Steelers are gonna are gonna win the North. Okay, that's over. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what are you? What yeah, are we gonna okay. overreact well, well. to uh, for next week's podcast? Here we go. Here we go. After I just called for his job, uh, I think the Chargers are gonna make the playoffs. That's what we're gonna because they're gonna beat the Ravens. They're gonna on beat Sunday the night? Ravens on Sunday night. You're okay. How? How are they gonna do that? Well, Rich, normally in, ga- in games that? you score points, and when you score more than okay. the other, I think uh, they just get it right. I think it's going to be a we- maybe a weird Lamar game. He's going to miss Mark Andrews not being out there. I think Herbert's going to go silent. Snap count is half of the, the harbor. I think Herbert shows up out here. All all the Balmer, you know, Southern Herbie's California been, fans. Been if he can just get some guys to hold on to the football, I know. this is going to be a really high scoring game for starters. They're going to put points on the board, and it's going to be the same thing. They're going to be down like four with two minutes to go. We'll this time they get it done. Okay, so the Chargers are going to make the playoffs. Chargers are making the five playoffs. and six. You're going to see people like to say that. Well, they're, look, the Raiders are going to lose. They have they have you know they have a games coming up. Chargers they're going to lose. In trouble, pal. They're not I Colts. Mean, look, if everybody ahead of them okay. loses, All right. obviously a stretch. But I'm saying they'll be right back in the mix. Okay, of and, that five and six. And group. here's a future overreaction for Week 13. 
after week 12 is all completed. Two simple words. Kirk who? That's it. <laughs> Kirk who? The pastronaut will be in front of the country on That's Monday Night magic. Football. The pastronaut. Is that who v, they, they have Monday the Night Game? pastronaut V. Justin Fields. And Ooh, that's fun. Guess who's returning? Because at that point in time, it's go time for Justin Jefferson. Oh, Jay Jett is his back. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. going to be out there and he's going to find him and everything's going to be working. And, you they know, there's so going to be so close to beating the Broncos, man. And, and so but by the way, Jefferson's got to play. I mean, the window's going to either he returns yeah, yeah, yeah. or he's not. Right. So well, it's he's time. Back. I think he's going to go. And it's all going to be working. Kirk. The skull chance going, and it'll be like they have found their quarterback of the future. And it's going to be. I'm not saying he's won't be. I'm just saying it's going to be the nonstop chatter. Kirk, who like signed Dobbs to an We're extension? Already seen it. We're like, already seeing like it. Kirk test free agency. I, I, well, they won't do that during the season. But during the non-playing season, that will be part of the conversation. I like it. I mean, the That's quarterback hot. conversations in the uh, in the NFC North will be what we just discussed earlier. Right, right. What will the Bears do right. if they do, in fact, have the first overall pick? And I think they will. I think Carolina I is going to earn lie. that yeah. and for Chicago. And then the other question will be, you know, uh, what about here? Because, you know, Jordan Love, I think, will cement that he is their guy. Yeah, played really well against the Chargers. Right, yeah. and, you know, Jared Goff, Goff is going to yeah. maybe take the lines to the Super Bowl, according to Cooper Eisen, so, against the Texans. Is that <laughs> Man, an overreaction? Cooper By the way, you should get Cooper on gosh. the show to give us his overreaction of Lions, a Texans, Lions, Super Bowl. Texans, Super Bowl. That is a, My God. That is an overreaction that is, Monday that special. Is super hot. I'm raising him right. So is Susie, who's well on, in this chair well on Tuesday's edition of What the Football, Susie Schuster and Amy Trask with... Steve Mariucci, a perfect guest for Thanksgiving week, a guy who coached for the Lions on Thanksgiving. He wound up getting fired because of what happened on a Thanksgiving. He's also tight for many, many, many moons with John Madden. It's a John Madden celebration week once again for Thanksgiving. So Susie Schuster and Amy Trask for What the Football. Download it and hit the follow button for that podcast every Tuesday. This show comes out every Monday, but it is just as fresh for the rest of the week. Happy Thanksgiving to one and all. Good to see you, Chris Brockman. For Overreaction Monday, I'm Rich Eisen. Peace out. Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen.